This is Design Safe Radio, where natural hazards researchers strive to make our society more resilient to everything nature throws at us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Design Safe Radio. I'm your host, Dan Zayner. Super excited to be with you once again and talking to a uh, colleague of mine that I have, uh, haven't had the privilege of meeting yet, but I've been following along with her work for the past few years as she's part of the Tallwood team that has been working on this amazing project we can't wait to tell you about since uh, at least before 2017 uh, when they had the first edition of Tallwood out at the UC San Diego Shake Table where my friend Carrie Ryan is at today. Carrie, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So Good tell morning. us a little bit about yourself and, and your research. It's just really cool what you guys are doing down there. Yes, um, I am a professor of civil and environmental engineering at University of Nevada, Reno. I have been at UNR for 12 years and um, I have been doing seismic um, engineering type of research my whole career. I sort of had my roots with seismic isolation, which is a type of protective system that's very good at um, protecting buildings and, and bridges and infrastructure from the effects of earthquake. I've kind of um, expanded out more recently with a focus on non-structural components, which I think in many ways is not unrelated to the original field of uh, seismic isolation. So I am really excited to uh, be part of the Tallwood team. And we have been planning this test, I mean, intensely planning for the last two years. So it's really exciting to see it come together. Yeah, the, the Tallwood test is just unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, it's it's a full-scale building in, in a, a, a way that like, you know, from a, from a not a structural engineer, uh, person who's not familiar with uh, this way of seismically isolated buildings, it, it just, it looks incredible. And from the, the first small-scale test, uh, this one I think is going to be really amazing. So can you tell us a little bit about the Nary Tallwood project? This is a, a huge team working on a huge pro We keep using the word huge, but there's just not another <laughs> word for it. Yes, it's a, it's a large team. There's a lot of people involved. Um, the, the overall scope of the project, we are constructing um, on the seismic shake table at UCSD, we are constructing a 10 story tall wood building made of mass timber components. And so what we mean by mass timber, mass timber is like engineered lumber, large beams, um, large panels that are, uh, that are engineered to have specific properties for different actions. And, uh, you know, we can only go so tall with typical light frame wood systems because you just can't get enough strength and resistance. So mass timber allows us to go taller with wood. One set of rocking walls is built with mass plywood panels. And so, you know, just think about different different plywood um, strips, I guess, glued together, et cetera. Um, the, when we originally started this project, our vision was cross laminated timber. Cross laminated timber are, are boards that are basically, like I, I have a visual. Um, Ooh, excellent, love visuals. Here is a visual of a oh, mass so timber cool. panel and how it's built. So it's boards aligned in one direction and glued together. And then the next layer aligned in the other direction and glued together. And the, the 
the neat thing about CLT is it gives you kind of resistance in both directions. Mm -hmm. So that was our vision that we would use primarily CLT in the building. Um, at the end of the day, uh, it, CLT is more expensive and we had a harder time mm. getting the donations. Uh, we got donations though, from a lot of different vendors, different um, products. So we are using not only CLT, but the uh, mass plywood panels. So we have mm -hmm. one set of rocking walls is CLT. One set of rocking walls is the plywood panels. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. I'm going to, I have another visual also for floor systems. Oh, cool. Okay. So uh, we have in the floors of the building, four different set, different types of floor panels. Um, CLT by Mass Timber Services, glue laminated timber by Mass Timber Services. Glue laminated timber from what I understand is like a, a two by two by whatever that are oriented um, vertically and glued together. That's the GLT. Ah, okay. um, nail laminated timber, dowel laminated timber are the same except the boards are nailed together or connected uh. fastened with dowels like shown here. And then the last is veneer laminated timber by Boise Cascade, the top floor, uh, top four stories. And that's, that's like a, yeah, like a plywood, <laughs> massive plywood panel. Like again, yeah, I think is the just a whole lot of veneer <laughs> together. Yeah. And these, these floors are, are how, like how thick are these floor panels? Uh, like, uh, depends. They're varying thicknesses. They start at around six inches, six to wow. eight to 10, I, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of give a yeah. sense of scale. Cause you know, the, the scale model gives you this idea that, oh yeah, it's a small thing, but it's, it's a building. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, normally this would be poured concrete, right? Like you know, four to six inches of poured concrete or something. Right. Right. Yes. Normally. And, and normally, I think you would still have a light, a topping layer of gypcrete or something like that. Um, ours is pure wood, and you you can almost see from this um, these these this diagram here. There's little straps across all the floor panels mm -hmm. to because uh, they're manufactured, and then the straps are used to um, to to collect them and transfer the loads. So that they can function as a diaphragm, and uh, every type of floor system that we have here has has different strapping details. When we walk mm. through the building; those aren't going to go away. You have to kind of um, watch your step because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in a in a real building, you'd have to do something to to finish the floor, but uh, ours is going to be a little bare, <laughs> and we yeah. can see well, what happens. It, uh, but yeah, it makes it so you can see what happens and also disassemble it at the end <laughs> a little bit easier. <laughs> Right. So um, I think we should backtrack and uh, I want to talk about the overall concept of. Yes. Yeah. We've gotten, we've gotten a little bit down a rabbit hole uh, because this is so yeah. exciting, which <laughs> we tend to yeah. do. Right. So as, yeah. as we're backtracking, so this, this is all from uh, a, a whole lot of partnerships all together um, in, in just this tall wood idea. So yeah, let's, let's backtrack to there. So I explain the overall concept of what we're trying to achieve with the test. So the main goal of the test is to develop and validate a new type of lateral system. And what we mean by lateral system, the way 
way that the structure resists the earthquake um, from lateral loads, wind and seismic. So ours is the wood, wood panels are designed to be a rocking wall system. They are not fixed to the base. They are designed to rock up off the base. And I mean, that's good because they naturally want to and that the rocking motion allows um, the, the movement to be accommodated without damage. But in mm. order to support that rocking motion, there's several details that are important. The entire walls are post-tensioned from the base all the way to the top, post-tensioning strands. And when it rocks up, they provide like a restoring force to help it from, keep it from totally rocking over. Wow. Um, also, another detail that we see, um, so first of all, you either have a set of coupled rocking walls, like in the two-story building that you recalled from a, a couple years ago, there were two sets of walls that were kind of connected together. We opted for bounding columns. And mm. yeah, so you can see there's the rocking wall panels and the bounding columns. And connected between the rocking wall and the bounding columns are these UFPs, U-shaped flexural plates. So as, as the whole system rocks, those plates deform and dissipate energy. And oh. dissipation of that energy helps to keep the overall, limit the overall movement of the building. And wow. then the last piece is the way that, um, that the wall is, is connected into the diaphragm. And uh, this this shows. Hope you, hopefully you can mm -hmm. see uh, or understand this graphic. Floor panels um, connected into the wall system. It call, we call it a shear key, but it's fastened in like the this a lot of steel hardware. Okay, <laughs> this massive steel plate with a with a extender beam as it, the beam is extended through a slot in the hole of the wall. So it allows the wall to rock up without taking the floor with it. And that's good mm. because if the floor, you know, rocked up with the wall, then it would be subjected to this distortion and so on. It would get damaged. Right. So this, this connection here is carefully designed to prevent that from happening. Wow. So you've got that going on for, 10 full stories <laughs> that is just yes. bonkers. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a lot a lot of steel hardware a lot of detailing too thanks for listening to today's episode of design safe radio this show is sponsored by the national science foundation grant number 2129782 you can subscribe to Design Safe Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please leave us a review so that we can improve the show and also help others find our episodes in iTunes. Thanks for your feedback and support. We really appreciate it. You can find out more about NARI at designsafe-ci.org, on Facebook at Design Safe Radio, or on Twitter at NARI Design Safe.